0: Hi, and you're very welcome back to the Leitrim GA podcast here on Whistle.ie with myself, Brett Early. It has been an interesting week for the entire sport of Gaelic football across the county over the last couple of days. Uh, absolute highs and lows, roller coaster of emotion uh, in that defeat, a penalty shootout defeat, should we say, to Sligo on Sunday afternoon. Andy Moore, and we'll hear from him later on in the show, as well as from Keith Diffley who uh, a bit of a surprise from him in his interview as well. More on that later on. But first, take a look back at the game on Sunday before we get into the club stuff when we have a, a bit of post-match reaction from the only game played last weekend. Ahavas and John Ciaran met in Division 3 of the All-County League as well as a look back at the last two weekends, action in the league and the preview in this weekend's fixtures uh, with Darren Mulvey, who joins me now. Darren Mulvey, of course, of Shannon side fame. Darren, you're very welcome to the programme. Cheers, bro, um, let's start with Sunday because I think that's all anybody could talk about for the first couple of days of the week really was uh, despite the defeat and the disappointment of the penalty shootout loss I think most people left Park, Sean relatively happy or as happy as you can be having been knocked out of the Championship
1: Yeah it was uh, as far as Championship eliminations go there was, there was probably lots um, lot, lo- lots uh, you know positives to look back on and reflect over, over the couple of games we had in, in, in the Telchin Cup Um I think, especially the second half performance against Sligo, I think definitely the way it will have will have kind of be foremost and lead to people's minds. Especially the way you know we reel the men down the stretch. You know there were four points up going into injury time, and we hit four on the spin. And you know, some of them scores were absolutely brilliant. Like you know, so like to 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 not die off, you know, in in, in that at, at that particular moment was 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 really hard. And especially when you consider that you know we've played Sligo three times in the last. 13 or 14 or so months, and they've always been able to keep us at arm's length, you know, so um, that, that was really positive, I felt, myself, and like I said, getting contributions all over the field, and especially from lads coming off the bench, like Dean McGovern a massive game off the bench, Jordan Reynolds at a massive game off the bench, and, you know, when, when, when you package that in with the whole, with the league campaign, you know, with the, the you the, 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 could say the new manager bounce, t- bounce um, thing with Andy coming in this year as well, I think it, it it leaves the the intercounty setup in a really good position going into the club club season now and hopefully
0: build it back up again into the intercounty season again towards the back end of the year. There's so many things we could start with on the actual game at the weekend. Of course, the, the square ball got a lot of column inches and a lot of airtime on, on social media over the first couple of days of the week. Um, I genuinely thought it was outside, or inside the square. I didn't have too many hard feelings about it at the time a little bit tougher when you see the video and you see the uh, the stills from that video coming back. Yeah, in in real time, it it generally looked like he could have been in the square. Uh, Obviously, that's been disproved since, but it's kind of one of those things where you you win some, you lose some. We just unfortunately came out the wrong side of that on the day. Yeah, no, absolutely. But going back to
1: the square ball, funny you say that. In real time, calling it on air, I thought it was good. And then when he stopped it, and like that, Morris Deegan was... He was well out, he he was outside the top of the D, uh, you know, when he stopped it. And then I thought to myself, Oh, wait, maybe this is in the square. Um, and then it was one umpire as well, you know, it was just all a kind of a, a calamity of errors. Like hey he, he were, like Mars Egan was dropping back to midfield, like you know, out the field having a ward at the goal. It was very strange. Like, um, and of course, the rule is you know, once the ball leaves the player's hand, you can go into the square. You 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 once the ball leaves the fault of the hand of the player played it, you can go and stand in the square all as long as you want. So it, that was there elements of confusion, you don't know like. But um, yeah, regarding it, it, it was a sickener, you know, It was a massive talking point. Obviously, it, it would have. I have no doubt it would have set us up going into extra time. But look at on yeah on the whole in the game. You know, I still think you know Leacham. We said lots of positives. Like you know, fair play. though, great start. You know, strong second half. Fair enough. But obviously in the first half, you know, Sligo had a dominant period there, but. Like I said, you know what you make changes. You know, big performances, big players step up, and you know, all, all in all, you know, a reasonably good you know show. And despite,
0: you know, the 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 ignominy of losing on penalties, like you talked about that four points in on the bounce in, in injury time to force extra time in the first place, is it disappointing from an ancient point of view to score one two in the first couple of minutes of the match and then still require that effort in injury time to get that draw, like it. That's been a problem for us in a couple of games. I know against London over there, we had a big, big lead, almost let them back into the game. We've seen it happen in a couple of, nearly happen against Antrim as well. It's just one of those things that we just don't, can't seem to quite finish out a game when we're in complete control of. Uh, I, I think it's it's a problem chasing a four-point leader, regardless of your start,
1: especially when you're playing like-for-like like competition, you know, in Division 4 and in Toljan Cup. Um, I think there was no doubt about it, once we got we got the start, I think you we know, like were going to come back into it, and I said, uh, did I think, you know, seven or eight minutes in, one, two, no spur-up, was that enough of an arm's length to to maybe keep us in the game the whole way through, to keep us, in? I did think so, I, th- I thought, you know, in each of the last couple of games we've played against Sligo, Dave Gold early, I thought, I uh, thought before the game, if we could score early, you know, put them on the back foot, make them chase us, you know, have they got it in them? And they did have it in them, like there's no doubt about it. But like the quality of those scores down the stretch were were class. And we may have even had, you know, both at the end of normal time and extra time, we may have had chances, you know, when we were on the tack with the ball to maybe manufacture something. Like, I, like Tom Pryor once had a shot on goal and he was pulled back, taking the shot I thought there was going to be a free in, no free in. Do you know, Ryan Walker had a half chance later on. You know, being harsh about it, he could have pulled the trigger when he got the ball, but he would have been off balance. He might not have had a good look at the post. He took that, he took his time to steady himself. By the time he'd set him up, there was a player right in his face. So it was, it was all of a sudden, it went from a very high percentage chance to a very low percentage chance. So you wouldn't blame him for not taking it on there and then. But we definitely had, and then Sligo like had chances too. And then the normal time as well, when we put force him up and try and get a go ahead score. So like, is it upsetting to be chasing teams that late in games? Absolutely. But it's upsetting, I think. Regardless, regards what kind of a start you're getting again you know, the fact that we scored one, two
0: early doors I don't think you know, makes much of a difference in that regard Yeah, in terms of the, the stuff you talked about, the off-field stuff over the last five or six months of following this team, you've been to probably all the games this season, covering it with Shannon's side but in terms of watching the journey that this team has been on over the last few games, I think we've played 11 games this season, seven in the league four in the championship, plus a couple or maybe the one game in the FBD early on what have you seen from the, the opening day defeat in the FBD in the Dome, from trip to Sligo, to the penalty defeat to Sligo this weekend. What's been, I suppose, the, the ups and downs of that for you, and, and in terms of the journey that they've been on under, Andy?
1: Well, well, as I suppose, I I think the phrase Andy used themselves the weekend there was, you know, the dome was a bit of crack. Like, it was definitely, I call it kamikaze football. It was end-to-end attacking stuff. There was no interest in defending that night because, you know, the, I think playing football in, in that environment lends itself to, you know, go forward football. The ball is quick. The ground is firm. You know, there's no breeze. And that all plays into that. But looking through the, just some of the different fixtures in the league, like, you know, like I think of the Tipperary game particularly to go down Tipperary, be Tipperary, in Tipperary, you know, a team that hurt you know, were de facto division three st- standard irregard- regardless of the fact they we're in division four you know it brought me back to you know the this first game in 2019 in the league up in celtic park and Derry. you know on the terry highland you know a team that have since pushed on to fantastic heights we threw that game we should have won it so like in that regard there's been you know, t- you know seismic improvement i think our defensive shape and structure has been has has Kind of become more refined over the course of the league campaign. You've seen it maybe in the Antrim game. You know, we were very good defensively. You know, they hit so many wides over that course of that game. Primarily, I think because Legion forced them to play wide, forced them to kick wides, pushed them out wide, gave them bad looks at goal. You know, that's been an improvement. I think our midfield platform has been very good. I think Pierce, Dolan, Donorin have been excellent all year. Pierce, especially, has been very, very good. Um I think, you know, there's, there's depth in the panel you know, Andy, Andy he's he's he brought so many players into the configuration, like I was saying, like, it was interesting to some of the league games, you know, there was nearly more interest in who wasn't on the 26 than who was in the 26. you know, you're looking into the subs, you know, different guys that may not been involved in different weeks, lads that got looks in the league, you know, maybe not figuring off the panel towards the end, two injuries and, and legitimate reasons, and then lads who we were maybe expecting to start the year, you know, and hadn't really been seen in in, in the open under the league, coming strong then into the end and, you know, playing roles, and and, and that level of competition, like, you know, is is something that each
0: badly needs, and that's something that we've seen throughout the year as well, uh, I think, in terms of what you're saying there. I think when you talk about the depth of the panel, you look at some of the subs that came off the bench on Sunday, the likes of Tom Pryor, Dean McGovern, Mark Plunkett, okay, Tom mightn't have a, the greatest number of championship games under his belt, but he has been around and creating waves for a couple of years now. Um, to have players that calibre caliber to come in and, and help improve the situation, we haven't seen that from Leiton teams in the past. No, like, and, and that's and, and that's the truth. Like, you
1: know, I, 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 anyone that watches League football for long enough will be able to tell you. you know, come Championship time, you could they could nearly tell you the team was before you even went to the game. Whereas you know, the last couple of games, we brought Mark Plunkett off the bench to, who I could I could never remember being a sub whenever he was fit and able to play a Championship. Do you know what I mean? Like he like that's uh like uh, for my money, Mark was probably the best player we had last year. You Knowing in that truncated League campaign and the you know the Connacht Championship early exit and everything, like Mark was probably Pound for pound, probably the best player we had last year in terms of the way he was playing. You know, he's put he's he's in a sub position now because there's that bit more competition. Is there? He's not. You know, you probably don't rely on him as much. You know, to, to have to play every single time when there's lads able to come in and step up and and do jobs. Uh, and like that, Dean McGovern as well. Like you know, a a, a constant in the last couple of years. You know, Captain Lavanmore last year. You know, oh broke his hand during the league. You know, maybe t- t- to start a couple of games, missed out through injury. Fit, and rare to go doesn't mean, like, just get back in straight away because other lads have stepped up and they've taken a position and and and, and that's brilliant to see and, and that's what we need if we're gonna if we're going to get out of division four next year you know that's that's something that you know you need to have a good strong panel with with, with depth you know with lads challenging for places and that's something that I think seems to have been you know really bought into by the players this year. In fact it's, you know they're all involved with the setup and, and looking and pushing to try and get get that 26 every week and that's that's massive like
0: how good was the atmosphere at Park Sean on Sunday because I loved it. I was sitting down um struggling to get a seat first of all and then all of a sudden, just the crowd just kind of got really behind the team, particularly in that closing stages and through x time. And the penalties in themselves were almost a spectacle. I, I, I saw John Connolly wrote in the paper during the week about how he's a big fan. And I have to admit, I am too. I think you have to separate the team somehow. And I think it gets it done on the day. You can schedule. There's other bigger reasons as to why it should be done on the day. But I love the penalties. I think, I've never seen people as engrossed in something in Park Sean in my life. The entire audience, thousands of people. Yeah, no, it it definitely brings
1: a bit of a kind of a Hollywood razzmatazz to it, doesn't it? Penalty shootouts. Um, that was my second penalty shootout in Carrick, actually. Um, I my I commented on the FBD one against Mayo a couple of years ago as well. Um, uh, so like, yeah, math, definitely different dimension. Like, I remember thinking back, like. You know, mid 2000s, we brought off a few extra time in, in Park Sean in the qualifiers. I remember standing on the hill, or not the hill, standing on the scoreboard end behind the goals, not even like that back then. It would be the hill if you're looking at it from the other side of the pitch if you're in Crow Park. But I remember standing behind the under the scoreboard end of behind the goals that day, like thinking, geez, we're after bringing these texts time. And I was only like, about maybe 13 14 at the time, like. Like the atmosphere for kids that age there to be able to run around behind the goals and bang on the ad hoardings and try and distract the, the Sligo t- kickers. And likewise, I'm sure those Sligo fans doing the same for Leitrim, uh, the Leitrim kick takers. Like something else, like now there is the bit of injustice about, you know, the, the GAA diehard would say, look, there was no games on this weekend. You know, it wasn't packed in any club games. The Tagant Cup semi finals aren't next weekend. Why couldn't it have been replayed this weekend? Yeah, there's an argument for that too, especially when it's when it's hurt nobody with, with the way the county it's divested now. But it definitely adds a bit of glamour to it, and like that, maybe people were saying it should have been free kicks from the top of the D as opposed to penalties. Is that more effective with the skilling? Yeah, like football, possibly. But it, there's no argument that it definitely does bring a bring a it, it brings a, a massive bit of a Hollywood sparkle to it. The whole the whole sense of occasion, and like I said, it was a massive occasion. You know, good crowd in Carrick, place heaving. You know, lots of support, lots of vocal support for the Leach, Leach, Leach team at home, which is what you want. And it's given that we haven't had that many home games this year, to have two home games in the Italian Cup and give people
0: a chance to get in and get rounded, get support in the team again, you know, brilliant. Brilliant from that point of view. The only change I'd make to the penalties is I'd include points because I think it brings a whole strategic dimension to it. If you're a goal up with maybe one or two kicks to go, do you just tap it over the bar to put that insurance point between the sides? I think it would just bring a whole new strategy to the whole thing is... Adding points into it as well. If you keep it high and the goalkeeper t- tips over the bar, you still get a point for it. Well, That's, Like, Leech- that, Leech- 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 Leech beats Lego
1: 1 2 to 5-4, one, 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 1 2 to 1 1. And on well, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it just, it's, it's a tiebreaker essentially if you end up on two goals each. But well, we got a point as well. I just think it would add a, a little bit of an extra GA dimension because otherwise it's, listen, it doesn't bother me. I'm a, so- a, a soccer fan, but it's just a little bit too soccery for some GA diehards. Point of view, but anyway, that's
1: why. Hear- that's why I think freeze from the free kick, free, freeze from the top of the D would be much more reflective. I think I I I think I'd like to see that if it had to be if it had to be settled on the day in some sudden death way. I think freeze from the top of the
0: D. you know off yeah, the r- rugby. rugby have a nice uh, alternative where it's three three kickers, two kicks each, one from the I think the twenty two, one from the forty five, or the equivalent in um in rugby. Uh, I think it would be quite interesting to see three free takers doing that for for teams. Anyway, let's hear from some of the protagonists on the pitch. And in the dugout on Sunday afternoon, we hear from, uh, you're part of this pool interview that we had with Andy Warren. We're going to hear from him shortly. But first, let's uh, hear from uh, the Taylor Swift fan, the self-declared Taylor Swift fan. Did you see that interview that uh, Mark did a couple of weeks ago? I've seen it. I think the whole county has seen it. But uh, I decided to try and see how much references to Taylor Swift I could get in. And I think every single question has the title of a Taylor Swift song in it. See if you can see, does he realize what I'm up to after we spoke to him on the game on Sunday afternoon. Here's Mark Diffley and then Andy Moore.
2: That is heartbreaking, but I don't think I've heard or seen an atmosphere as as incredible as that at the end. That was an incredible display from your troops. It's just a heartbreaking moment. Like.
3: Yeah, I think um, as a football team, you always want to win, don't you? Um, and at the start of the year, we wanted to win something. Um, it's not going to happen obviously in, in 2022 but the, the, the second part of that was to get a team that the leachman people can be proud of and uh, I, I think at the end of that game and all during
2: half time and extra time i think you can see a team that uh, now all of a sudden our kids <laughs> around leachman can follow you got a great start one two in the first seven minutes then it didn't i went a bit pear-shaped in it but and even at the end when they were four points down you kept fighting you kept coming back i mean that's obviously a sign of something's right there in the canon. yeah but it, it, i always
3: say like Whatever you do in, in life, you can't get any better at it unless you're doing it. Yeah. So, you can't get better at playing football matches and seeing up games unless you're seeing yeah. <laughs> playing football matches. Last year, over the last two years, I know two years ago, Sligo didn't even get a championship game. Last year, they got one. Uh, last year, I think we got five games in total, maybe even four yeah. in total. This year, we've played 11 games. We've like we've we've won six, lost four, and I don't know if that goes down as a draw or loss. Yeah. But, you, you know, you, like, you need games to get better. and. Skygo probably showed there that they've probably played a tiny bit more over the last couple of years. It's it's uh, it, it just shows the level that these two teams can get at if they're allowed to play football. And I'm not saying the Talented Cup is perfect in any way or form, but it's definitely a start. We've we've trained now for four weeks since we got knocked out of the county championship, and like that month has brought us on. You see, Monon getting knocked out of the championship, Tyrone are going out of the championship, and now Leitrim are knocked out of the
1: championship in the same day. So it gives you the chance to progress and play more games. Just on that, Andy, you spoke there about it like said the extra couple of games to take last week's game. This week's game into account. and you know, in terms of the progression, you know, you, th- this group of lads would be so much worse off going forward if they didn't have those two games. Like the AHA should be had there towards the end, you know, even in the stand, the crowd, and everything. That's all because of the touching Cup. So, it, in a way, this is going to be, it's going to bring this group of lads on leaps and Well, who knew about J- Jordan Reynolds two weeks ago? No, no, no one, knew, everyone knows about him now. Case in you know, point it, comes on, bags 1 1 again today.
3: Bag 1 1, we were talking about him after the last yeah. game, a um, really good talent. Joe, you know, it's a pity Paul Keeney had a few injuries over the last couple of last couple of weeks, but an extraordinary talent. Richie McLaughlin is going to prove that, hopefully, Joe. You know, so these guys have football in them, but they need games to show yeah. And Jordan now he's got two games there. He wasn't fit for the year, gets fit, and all of a sudden now he's two games, and he, he he's in, and he's scored one, two, and two games. What an structure
2: yeah. Looking back over the year as a whole, I suppose it's a cliche to use it, it's so close been here so far. It was that there today It was the same in the league But there are Genuine signs of progress There Lads look fitter They look You know The football years a are playing is, is class There's a new spirit About the county As you can see there today So You know It's probably too soon To be actually Saying what. How do you think The year went but I don't, know, I don't do think it, I
3: don't think It's too soon We're Like I talked to all you guys right throughout the league, and our first objective was to win a game. Yeah. We hadn't won a game, and sometimes we want to go from, you know, having no money to being a millionaire. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to, you have to do the blocks, and every good team had to do the blocks. Dublin didn't. Pat Gilroy just didn't take over Dublin. They started winning all ireland yeah. It took them two or three years to get there. Do you know, and um, with our boys, we hadn't won a game. Uh, we probably weren't in the shape to go and win a game, and we go away. We win our first game against Tip, then we lose, then we win three on the bounce, like. When was the last time Leitrim run back to back? It was in 19, you know, yeah. so you need to give yourself time to build and uh, to me, of course, results dictate everything and winning and all that, but you, you have to do the building box in place and today, for us, the foundation of the house is in, it's time to now go and build the house, you know.
2: I've got to ask you about uh, Shane Horns, this little goal now, at the time, I thought way to be in the square but what do you think now what do you I, think now I, I, I don't know I, I'm, I'm told that there's footage says that, oh, he was, yeah. that, he, like, that he wasn't
3: listen we don't want to turn into a team that's given out and us as media and team and some leaders and supporters we don't want to turn into a team that's given out about refs but when one umpire is going for the flag and the other umpire says whoa that could be a square ball how do you decide which umpire you're going with yeah. and that's the why do you not go with the attacking team and to me that's the key thing and uh to go against us there, I think, was a really big call. Started the second half. Uh, really class play by Pierce Dolan. Uh, and got got us going. And Shane, the internet, probably stays outside the box because he's a smart player. I, I was very surprised to see it being called because Shane is so smart.
2: Yeah. Um, but got called as a square ball. And it's just, uh, it's it's unfortunate. But let, it is what it is. That's what, yeah, that sort of thing, the crowd went, Baloobe was here, the momentum we would have given you at the start of extra time and then it's wiped off. I and mean, I mean, that's hard to mentally cope with this was
3: yeah it's a, we, we wanted the moment that's the advantage of being yeah. at home isn't it you want that momentum from your crowd the crowd to get around you give you energy get you bouncing and uh you know, it just uh, that that was a moment in the game could we have won the game without that we could have and we didn't uh, it was unfortunate we still had the ball in the last minute of the game to go and try to win it but we, we just couldn't get it. same as that Alan Riley in the in the, yeah. in the the extra time. That was close to being over yeah. now. Yeah. You were standing right behind me. Yeah. That was close to being over. Yeah.
1: Now, I think it just probably went by the post, yeah. but it, it was a close one on that one as well. If you if take maybe you know, Sligo as, as a barometer of, of this side's performance throughout the year, you know, they might be ever so slightly ahead of us in terms of development. We chased them down in the dome in that game of January just came up a little bit short. You know, well in the game, in the league, until the red card. Today, they, were, they had that four points cushion. We chased that down. We reeled that back in. We go toe-to-toe with them to an extra time. We know, almost bag them the end. That's the sign that this team has has has, has progressed and, and they've come on leaps and bounds. So uh, today, the, with, with, with the benefit of the game yeah, Today was the game. Today was the game. The one in uh, in
3: uh, in Markovic was dead rubber. The one in the dome was a good bit of crack. Uh, but today was the game. And uh, I think that shows where the two teams are at. Um, they didn't have Murphy. We didn't have Casey. You so know, Probably they're about best players on the team. It you know, uh, levels it up. It levels it up. We didn't have Ryan for a long period of it. So it just shows where, where the team can get to. Um, if you look at our Division 4 as a, as a, if you're on about parameters, I think if, if you were going to bet on that game before, it was cabin number one, okay. tip number two, yeah. and then it was who finished after, it. it was Slywood that finished then with ten points, do you know what I'm saying? So they were the next best, um, so we, we, we need to chase them down, uh, the pity for us is that we, we still haven't bet them out since 2011, so when we play them next year in the league, it puts a bit of extra spice in that, doesn't it? Absolutely. And Thanks so much. And,
0: and in terms of the, 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 the carnival atmosphere today, it's kind of appropriate that the festival in town this weekend is Carrick Carnival. Um, what do you think that brought to the the whole experience of the, of the game in terms of the, the crowd getting involved, particularly in that last five, six minutes of that second half? Ah, yeah, to think it was amazing. Isn't it? Like when you're a young boy and you want
3: to play football, you dream about playing in front of big crowds. And I don't know how many was there today, but since I've been coming here, I haven't seen that level of support I was blown away by the support we got if I'm being honest against Antrim I I thought there might be three or four hundred people here and it was up on two thousand people today there must have been up on five so so like amazing amazing atmosphere amazing amazing opportunity for us to go as a, as a team and try to progress and uh, did
0: it bring something to the game wow did it you might have missed the half time and between the, the, the kick-offs of the extra time all the kids getting out on the pitch Brilliant. and playing that and we haven't seen that in Park, Sean for a long, long time yeah, that, that was going to be my question was like, when was the last time you seen that you know? so there's levels of
3: where you wanted to go to. Of course we wanna win games. We wanna we wanna get people involved in the sport and there's kids there going around with signed jerseys. Like I, I, I've been signing jerseys this year and I haven't seen too many signatures on and now this kid's going home and they're they're they're, they're the back of their jerseys all black from, from signatures. Keith Byrne, Evan, Sweeney, all these guys. They wanna they wanna be like them and that's that's what football is about. If you don't have heroes and you don't have people that you wanna chase down, there's no point. You see Jordi Reynolds there. Joe from the same club as Byrne, their best buddies. Joe, does he want to be? Does he want to play with Byrne
0: for 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 with Keith Byrne for Leitrim? Of course he does. In terms of, I suppose, what's next for you? I've read your book. I know you're in this pursuit of excellence all the time. I've no doubt that while this season might have drawn to a close in the last half hour or so, you're already thinking of next year's league, next year's FBD competitions. How far ahead are you thinking, terms Joe? What's the preparation? What's next for you and the team? Well, like I think
3: the thinking of that started against Galway. Like we had to start getting Jack Heslin into the team. We had to start getting Jordan Reynolds into the team. You know, we had to start playing these guys because these are the guys of the future. Um, so we had to see where they're up to. And Joe, you know, again, I've said this a few times, but they've answered that. You know, they, they, you can see now that they're up to it. They're an exciting uh, group of players. They're fast. They've got they've got everything about them. And Jordy, for example, uh, won his first game ever for Leitrim. La- two weeks ago against against Antrim, you know that's just and that's just incredible to even say that at uh, 21, 22 years of age that he won his first game as a League footballer. So
0: that was the whole point from Galway was to progress, be ready for Division Four next year. Well, Andy, hard luck today. Great performance. Great to see the pride back in the in the stadium, and then the fans really getting behind the team. Unfortunately, it didn't go our way today, but I'm sure we'll have better days ahead in the, in the weeks and months and years ahead. Thanks very so Appreciate it. Mark Diffley disappointing end to a, what was a, a pretty positive performance and a, a pretty good season all told for Yeah,
4: look I think this season now there's an awful lot of positive to say I think it's uh Annie's and lads in the came in to start brought a lot of confidence and encouragement to boys like and you can see their pick boys that up and all that's raised their game there this year like so look at the results today didn't go away but we had a good performance overall. At the, at the game, we kind of went and Edwin Flo was like they had a chance to win and we had lost a chance to win ourselves. Like So we're disappointed we didn't take it in the end. Yeah, I love Helen himself, it's probably the fairest way to decide it. Hopefully, if I was on the pitch, I would have got to say for myself, hopefully, but uh, no, it was just- so that's positive. taken, we will look at it now in a couple of weeks and we'll go back and ready for it.
0: In terms of the, I suppose the game today, very physical. Last week you got involved in a few mm-hmm. altercations yourself. You got picked on a little bit, uh, a ah. l- bit less so today, but plenty of, I suppose, blank space there at the back for for teams when you were building it up to kind of create yeah. stuff going forward. A lot more attacking from from the back.
4: Yeah, last week was last week. Anthony on the ball, a bit of physicality to it, and uh, for myself, from the instigators, some of them myself, but. Uh, no, look, you are gonna get that in any game and I think lads this year the SNC coach has done a serious amount of work with us to get us to the shape we want to be in. Like I think we're ready for that. Like and even extra now again it's another building phase for us that we're kinda of looking at, this at the start of something rather than the end of something. So all in all it's positive now. Today Saigo Sligo are great, they're a very well structured team as usual as they always are and they're physical enough as well but I think today we kind of let a bit loose more ourselves and kind of start expressing
0: ourselves bit more. Well. When you uh, look back to December or November when you were kind of coming into this group of players was this what kind of the, the minimum target of where you expected to get to like a Chelsea Cup quarterfinal maybe into a semi-final uh, how do you feel the season's gone in, in, a, in its totality
4: Well yeah we set lots of targets for ourselves and we'll define success differently to everyone else obviously outside the group like anyway, you know, so all in all, today was this. This year was. It's just there's a lot of positives. There's a lot of lot of success in our own in our own tires and our own achievements. Obviously, we would like to maybe have gone a bit further. We'd maybe have like to go and get promoting the league. But all in all, this year has been a serious serious progression for our team. And anyone that was at the games, or anyone that's watching online or supporting here, they would have seen this team is a team that we go out to play and we are. They're trying to be the aggressors in every game we play in, and it's a. It looks like it's a fairly positive going forward now
0: in terms of I suppose the rest of your summer uh, club championship kicks off in about six or eight weeks some, yeah. somewhere around early early August a little bit of time between now and then uh, what's the focus uh, is there a, a championship in, in St Mary's or is that just wildest dreams kind of territory
4: as, as uh, look, I'll, try, I'll try and keep this short and sweet now in Mary's now we'll take as everyone knows around the county we've heard a young team so we're going to take it game by game and we have lots the promise and talent there so we're not going to fear anybody we're not going to go out and say we're going to win the championship we're not going to say we're going to run out lose it either we're going to Take every game as it comes and anyone that plays will no live again. In
0: terms of I suppose the impact of today's results, of kinda of disappointment of doing that, will it take you long to shake that
4: off? The results are disappointing, yeah, but overall over the course of the season we've lots of positive say, so I think it won't take too long to shake it off, but obviously it's a bit it's a bit gut wrenching now at the minute, but losing my penalties is hard done, but we know we were there and thereabouts and luckily we were one kick of the ball away from Crow Park this year, so we'll take that going in forward now.
0: Listen, Mark, I've tried to get as many Taylor Swift references into <laughs> my questions as possible. You say check it off, back to me is probably the highlight of the day. Oh. Uh, it's been one of those days. It doesn't really feel like a defeat despite the fact that the season concludes. Uh, thanks very much for, for entertaining us over the last couple of weeks to you and the lads. It's been great and uh, best of luck for the championship season ahead with St Mary's through the season as well. All
4: right, cheers, Raffi.
0: So, yeah, I kind of outed myself at the end there with Mark Diffley, but... Uh, uh, a bit of fun uh, in a what was otherwise a, a disappointing finish to what was a fairly decent season by Leitrim standards, and hopefully it's the it's the now the foundation to go and build and really push on next season. I did speak to one other person after the the game on Sunday, and it was quite opportunistic. He was floating around congratulating players on the season they've had, and that is uh, the main sponsor of the county board and the county senior teams, Seamus Clark, of course. Uh, Clarks Bar in New York famous to anybody who's ever been over to the capital particularly on those GA weekends and it's his support that allows Leitrim to finance what's going on at the moment here as part of a bigger uh, support package but obviously it's an integral part to everything that Leitrim do is that main sponsorship with Clarks and uh, he spoke to me after the game to talk about his pride of playing his part from, uh, from New York City and being part of the Leitrim story this season. Seamus Clark, sponsor of the Leitrim County team. Disappointing way to end the season?
5: Phew, man. Uh, I don't know where to start. I think everybody's head is in a spin after that. Uh, I never saw a game. I never saw a match going to penalties before. But uh, I think the first thing that stands out is brilliant second-half performance by Leitrim. Such a comeback after after allowing Sligo to get back into the game. and I think Sligo scored maybe 1-4, 1-5 on the spin. In the first half, and, and uh, but just the way Leighton played in the second half, and then come back into again in extra time and bring the game to penalties. But uh, it's 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 a tough way, it's a tough way to go, and everybody acknowledges that we weren't really beaten. And I, I, I know I, I think most people have accepted that it was a brilliant performance. Uh, it wasn't a defeat, and, and and there's controversy about the goal I've heard. So I mean. Look, the game was over. The referee made his decision, but we'll see. Technology might prove that that was the wrong decision. And uh, either way, it, it was a 50 It was Tass McHayne and and uh, Andy Morton and, and, and Mike Solon, the selectors. The county board can all be very proud of, of, of where they've come to, from uh, you know, from the bottom of Division Four to here. Beat London. Beat London. Beat Antrim. What's to I go to extra time? Uh, what do you say, Brashti? In terms of, I suppose,
0: your involvement, obviously, as the main sponsor of the club, uh, the county, how, how big is it to be here on a day like today to see the current atmosphere, even in defeat, players out mixing with, with all the youngsters from around the, the county and signing autographs, signing jerseys, and to be part of that, to facilitate that, how, how much does that mean to you personally? To, to uh, be it's
5: brilliant. I mean, it makes it all worthwhile. It's just brilliant. It just brings me back to Crow Park uh, 2019 when when Leitrim played Derry in the Divisional 4 final. That same feeling. Uh, just just my whole family and my wife's family. We are just after coming from a bereavement and my uh, mother-in-law passed away. We came from a bereavement in the family. But uh, it's, just, it's just, you know, like sport and life and death and everything comes into it and like it's just you just be so emotional that, that uh this brilliant. um like i don't know what to say it's just that to be involved and to be a sponsor at this particular time the enthusiasm that andy morden and his his his, his selectors and his uh, group of people have brought to transport was all in evidence here today and uh you know what Maybe we're beaten. We're not no longer in the Taltin Cup or in the All Ireland Series, but there's a future. Listen on behalf of the, the people Leitrim. Thanks very much for your support, of Leitrim as well. Thank you very
0: much. Seamus Clark, another good, good Leitrim man. There, um, there must be a bit of pride in that. Someone from the, the, the I suppose, the, the club and the parish has gone on to such success and is now giving back to to the local area and, and kind of generating and supporting that real enthusiasm that's building with the youth of the county.
1: Oh absolutely. Um no doubt about it. I think that you know, it, was, it was it was great to see Seamus Clare at the weekend. Um I seen myself recently enough I happened to be over in New York. Um he was over as well there don't you know, we got to the league final in twenty nineteen, you know it's, it's brilliant to it's it's brilliant to see you know something like that, you know, you know, you know Businessman abroad, done good, willing to like you know, always looking back, still you know, so so connected to home, and of course him and and Katrina as well, of course, great connection with some Shambo as well, so like massive, and I know Shameless he's been you know really generous as well in Goretz, he's been a sponsor of our golf classic down the years, and he's uh, you know he's he's given 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 generously towards our new development that's going ahead as well in the park, so like you know massive supporter, be a club or a county, you know doesn't forget where he's from, and uh, hopefully there's a lot of, lot of people going to make the trip over next uh, next spring for the Lithuanian game in New York, and. Uh, Oh, get to me up with Seamus on, on his patch. <laughs> he
0: seems like a good man a good man to spend a bit of time with and maybe a few drinks. I'm sure there's plenty of people already planning that trip stateside for oh, next day. Please book directly, May or two, whenever it's going to happen. I haven't quite booked the flights yet, but it's definitely on the list of things I have to do in the next couple of weeks. Um, Let's move on, talk maybe a bit about the club game. And there was one full round of fixtures has been played in the club most of them two weekends ago, and uh, on the Sunday afternoon, it was the day after we, we played Antrim, uh, there was a full round of fixtures played one game, then played last weekend off have Astrom we We'll hear from uh, both camps after that game uh, at the weekend. We'll hear from both camps over that. But let's maybe take a look back at the results from that particular first weekend of fixtures. And as you look through there, uh, there and you see the scorelines. They're from Division 1 of the Masonite All-County Football League, Mull 15 points, Anaduff 6 points, Shauna Heslins won 12, St Mary's 17 points. Uh, St Mary's, Kiltar would be very happy with that particular result against the, the county champions. Glencar Manor 12 points, Melbourne Gales 2 6, a draw. And the other game played in Division 1 that either is down at the bottom of the list there on the screen. Leecham Gales and O'Hillen won 11 to 17 points, a very impressive comeback. From Ahwillan after Leech Gales took control of that game early on. But O'Huillen, never beaten, came back to win by three points in that particular fixture. In Division 2, FINA St. Collins, they played Drum Riley, a fairly comfortable victory for FINA in that game, while Drumma were beaten by Balanaglera, 2 7 to 1 8. Carrie Gallen and Alan Gales, 211 to 215 in favour of the Drum Shambo men, while Gortletra and Otna Sheelan, uh, one point to spare for Gortletra. In that, we might chat to you about that in a second as well. Eslen Boracula, uh, Boracula, comfortable win there, five points to spare, two fourteen to five points against Eslen. While Kiltubrid had five points also to spare against Clon, uh, one twelve to one seventeen, the final score there. Kiltubrid winning that particular fixture and keeping the tradition in Division Three of the league, uh, five points also to spare for Ahavas in their victory over Drumkieran last week. Uh, a fairly comprehensive uh one sided games in division three there, Darren. But maybe let's start with that fixture yourself. Were you had the game uh let you know did you make it down to the park for that one?
1: Yeah I did make it down to that one actually yeah it wasn't 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 talking about but no it was in the stand. Yeah look a tight enough game to be honest. Um like you said you know both sides you know without the without the out for of county players so but like a Fair enough, Machine they had Connor Cullen available, you know was a threat the whole way through the game. Um, you know, we we we've a lot of young lads there. You know, coming into the panel here this year, a lot of lads from, from last year under seventeen teams, So we're kind of blood and lads So You know, Jamie Quinn got our goal in the first half, and um, but like we we, we rallied, we, we played quite well in the second half. You no, know. Francis Flynn was really accurate from the freeze, and um, you know, we kept up the shield at one point. I think it was I think it was one nine to one five at half time, and finished one ten to one nine. So you know, really really an arm game went right down to the wire, like you know, it re- really did. But um, look, at, I suppose it's. That's it's great to start off with a win, you know, and, and Machine when they get their full complement back, they're going to take points of other teams, no doubt about it. Will so I think we're we're happy to start the league start the league with a win, start a good foot, and you know probably you know giving the way head to heads and all can figure into it. Um, two valuable points in the bag, I think, for us to be honest.
0: Yeah, let's stay with Division 2 for a moment because uh, that's where we have started. FINA, again, bear in mind all these games played without county players, and FINA, as we know, fairly strong in that department with the likes of Ryan and Verdon O'Rourke and others, uh, Donald Renn, of course, as well. Um, they'll be really, really happy having taken a scalp off Drum Riley. Drum Riley, who are senior, not that long ago. Um, FINA, they've really been impressive. Got to the Division 2 league final in the Spring League as well, beaten be by a point by Kiltobert on that occasion they've Got to be happy with that kind of result. Oh, they will be very happy, I think. Especially, they're, they're nearly victims
5: of
1: their own success when it comes to kind of shield or spring league. They've got like I think nine lads between different county panels you know, tied up there. And they would they may have had lads playing the likes of Connor, Connor Dwyer and, and Ocean McLaughlin, who've been who've been on the panel, who've been on the twenty six for some of the beat games this year as well. So, their strength and depth is 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 really coming along the last couple of years. Um. They'll be happy with that. I think they were sure maybe eight or nine lads for that game. So to be able to, you know, go you know, to, to put put to a teenager in Riley who don't die off easy either, like, you know, play really you no know, play you know, really front foot, hard hard fair football, like um, they'll be happy with that too. Yeah, like that, you know, Fina would probably have designs and get now that division too. Um this year. I know, like I said, there was only three rounds that I played last year and it was ourselves not machine in the final. So I think Fina will definitely when they get their when they get their compliment back, they'll definitely be eyeing up. I think uh, getting up back, getting up to division one, I think where they probably feel they should be. So yeah, no big
0: win for Fina at the start, and an important win. Yeah, no. Uh let's maybe not go into every specific fixture, but any of those results stand out to you as kind of um ones to watch, maybe how they how they intend to proceed through the season? In division two? Any, or division or one,
1: any of the games played well, I good. think, yeah, you know, well, Banner taking taking points off Donovan Heroes, I think, a, a really, a really, a really standout one there for me. Um, definitely, you know, like are going to have a say in intermediate final this last year, and they've looked like they've picked up where they're going to probably pick up where they've left off. I think that they were probably maybe would have maybe wouldn't have been favorites for that game, but um, definitely, you know, like that, that's a massive two points set for them to have at this stage of the season, and you know, again. Banagher have had the capability to go behind on the day too, so like I said, it, a, a lot could come down to head-to-heads you now. Come the end of the end of the league campaign, I think St Mary's as well, massive win for them. I think Paul Keeney kicking twelve points, you know, all that 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 tally is is something else. And Ohawillen too, do you know? Ahuillan, like we we played Ahuillan in the Spring League, and I'll tell you something: when they get, um, you know, Fergus McTague, when they get Mark Plunkett, and when they get, if Pierce Dolan can bring his inter-county form into the club game, club scene this year, Ohawillen are not going to be a very uh,
0: good proposition for anyone, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick look at the uh, the division two league table as we have it at the moment. And so Fiend obviously top of that table, Alan Gales uh in second place, just as purely on, on points difference, all these teams with wins in the opening day of the season. Val Nagler and Corteccia also getting their seasons up and running with wins off of Sheila and Drumahair, carrying Gallen and Drum Riley. A little bit worrying for Drumhare, given that they're going to go to the senior championship this year. And not that many players involved with the county scene. scene probably would have expected them to come out of that. Result against Balneglia would with, with a better better result perhaps?
1: They may have yeah, but I I know Tomahair's second thing are are, are are very strong. They have a lot of numbers there with that, and they'll all be pushing on into the first, into the first team as well. Like you got to remember when we we won the intermediate in 2021, we played them in the semi final in 2020. Went extra time. You know Tomahair have uh, I know they've lost Key and Clinton up up they carried off and down, but like they've they have a lot a lot of good players there in Tomahairs and they've a lot of youth coming through too. So I think they're probably good. They're going to be good enough to. to bounce back from that and pick up results as the league goes on but yeah they won't be happy but that could be a catalyst for them Breffin, to be honest um, you know, getting cut maybe caught a little bit maybe that first day will definitely probably uh, have them a bit more alive the, the, the pitfalls in Division 2 as the league goes on
0: Yeah let's take a quick look at Division 1 then we mentioned it already briefly there there are the results so far Moho with a big win over Anna Duff Anna O'Hillan also coming through beating Little Gales by those three points that we talked about earlier Samaris so a big win over Sean O'Heslins and Carr Manor with that draw against Melvin Gales. Glencarg Manor were well up at halftime. In fact, I stopped following the game because Manor was so far ahead and then I was amazed when I heard the score was a draw. I think they might have been eight or ten, nine or even ten points in it at, at the halftime. It looked like Melvin Gales were dead and buried, but they came out of it and produced a fantastic performance and uh, that's probably augurs well for them. Under new management this year, Archie Green is is over them and it's just uh, one of those things you're looking forward to kind of seeing what they maybe bring over the next couple of weeks and months.
1: Yeah, no, Melvin Gales, like, absolutely, and the funny thing is, like, you know, people might like him, what, what are they going to be like without Dara Rooney? like, Melvin Gales will have, are always very competitive, like, it, you, can, you can never kind of call a Melvin Gales Manor game anyway, so more fool you from looking away from me, but I I was one bit surprised to see that game being a draw, especially with Manor down a few county lads as well, and um, look, it, Melvin Gales will, will be there to, to to make sure they're trying to stay in that in that Division 1, that's for sure.
0: In terms of uh, the other game, the one we talked about earlier, with Paul Keeney with 12 points, I did get the chance to catch up with Paul Keeney earlier in the week and I had a chat with him and here's what we got chatting about. <laughs> one of the players who made a really impressive start to the league uh, was Paul Keeney of St. Mary's and he joins me now. Paul, you're very welcome to the programme.
6: Thanks a million for having me, Breffney. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. a pleasure.
0: No problem at all. It's, it's our pleasure to have you. Top scorer in the Division 1 of the, the league last weekend or the weekend before now. um, It's, I suppose, some good things come out of, of bad situations. Did make the match day at 26 for the Leitrim side. major eligible for St Mary's. What a start to the season. Uh, beating the county champions, Balnamore, Sean heslins Must be happy with the way the season started, both for the club and for you personally.
6: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, You know, we, we came in. Came into the game after a heavy defeat against Bandonmore last year in the championship. So we kind of we wanted to put down a marker, even just to start ourselves off for the year. And um, that so we wanted to have a good, we want to have a good year, and we wanted to put that first block in place with a with a good win.
0: Of course, uh, never an easy place to go as well, Bandonmore, to get that result. Um talk us through, I suppose, your year so far. It's it's been a strange year for you, both on and off the the field. Uh, you're involved in, in Leitrim's. Uh, league campaign, I think mid five appearances throughout the the league uh, campaign in total. It didn't quite work out injuries and other reasons. Maybe coming into the, the championship selection. Um, how has your journey through that been?
6: Um, yeah, no, it's been it's been very good. To be fair, um, you know, at the start of the year, I was I was getting um, I I was making my my first squads for Leitrim, which I was delighted with, and you know, I, I started getting game time then against first first Sligo and the FBD, and then calving in the first round of the league and, and then a few more league games and just the way I kind of fell, I, I picked up injuries and you know I, I got COVID before the Wexford game so I was out for the Wexford game and the Sligo game and you know while I was out and the lads were continuously train, uh, training I kind of fell behind and just found myself lacking a bit of time really to get back into the team
0: Yes, those, those things outside of your control but it has given you that opportunity maybe to peak a little later in the year then some of the lads who have been peaking over the last couple of weeks on the on the pitch for Leitrim, uh, coming into the club season, you must be really happy about the start you've made and kind of what the future might hold for St Mary's this year. You talked about that semi-final defeat last season. Uh, is there kind of a, a want within that squad to really push it on and and go one better again and get back to the way you were two years ago in that final?
6: Yeah, no, definitely. Obviously, you want to do your best every year, um, and you know we we were quite disappointed last year, with not only losing because Baltimore are a good side, but the way that we lost, you know, it w- wasn't a great game for us. Um, but yeah, no, we we really want to push on, really, from from last year and hopefully go one step one step further.
0: Obviously, there's been a change in the dugout as well in St Mary's. Uh, Dennis Connerton has left. Uh, new blown in, bit of Galway experience there from uh, from Toome. Um, what kind of difference has been uh, ha- Has that made to the the atmosphere around the team in, in similar Mary's,
6: or have you had much contact with it because you're county involvement? um no it's been from what i've been at so far it's been very good you know last year was good as well with dennis and um i don't know maybe a, a change is what we needed um I, i'm not sure but um so far anyway it seems seems to be um, going good and the lads are enjoying training and you know we're, we're getting numbers out of training so um hopefully now for the rest of the year we can we can push on
0: in terms of, I suppose, what lies ahead for St. Mary's. Obviously, the full round of league games to play, six games left in the league. All of the county players after the defeat last weekend will get the opportunity to play from this weekend on. Um, is that going to be a seamless process, these lads coming back in? I know you had a couple of teammates in with um, Leitrim as well from, from Carrick. And the likes of Mark Duffy coming back into that team, will they kind of help push that on to another level?
6: Yeah, definitely. And um I think mainly just kind of communication. So like we we, we could have Mark in there and he just is great great talker on the field and like Connor Farrell the same. So we're we're quite a young team, so to have lads who are able to talk to us and tell us what to do and you know push each other on, um it'll be a massive help.
0: Yeah I'm guess I'm guessing you're not letting Mark and near any uh music systems with the choices he's been advertising on uh, on national national uh, Forums like the GA website. Taylor Swift is that regularly on in the St Mary's dressing room? Um,
6: no, it's not. now. And, and I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think Mark will be getting his hands anywhere near a speaker. Yeah.
0: In terms of the weekend, obviously out again this weekend. What's the hope for for Saturday evening?
6: Well, obviously just build on build on last week and, and get another good win. You know, Manor Hamilton are going to have their their lads back from from the county squad and they're they're going to be strong. So, um yeah, we can. We can really just push on from here, I think, and if if we put in a good per- performance, you know, there's a, no reason why we can't get a second win. Uh,
0: in terms of, I suppose, the opening day weekend, twelve points from yourself, although a fair chunk of them from freeze, but but still, it's it's an impressive haul by anybody's standards at, at this level of the game. And um, I think what makes it even more significant is that twenty four hours earlier, you had learned of the passing of your of your granddad, and I know it's your second such bereavement this year. That has to take its toll on you personally as well, and um, when you're losing a, a family member, a loved one so close to games, and, and still going out and giving those kind of performances, it takes a kind of special kind of person to deliver that.
6: Yeah, no, look, it was it was awful news now um, about about that. but um, you know what kind of yeah, it was tough going into the game, but once you once you kind of get on the pitch, you kind of just, you're just thinking football really. So. Like football, on, a, on a football pitch now, and um, it's just just football.
0: Yeah, well, listen on a personal note, and I suppose from uh, the the Leitrim football community, both families, the keenies and the McGuinnesses, will be very well known and respected up and down the, the county. So condolences from us all here at FinalHustle.ie to both your families, um, for the losses mm-hmm. so over the last couple of weeks and months, Paul. Um, I we have to let you go. I suppose, but in terms of the, the week the week ahead you play Manor Hamilton this weekend plenty of games to come over the, the course of the next couple of weeks and months as the championship kicks off in about six or eight weeks time um what's the ambition for St Mary's I know we talked about the final two years ago what would be deemed success and failure for you on a personal note this year is anything less than a final a failure in terms of St Mary's or or is it about just getting back to last year and maybe seeing if the, the final is there for you again
6: um. Well, look. Obviously, we want to we want to go all the way, and we want to win a championship. That that that's the reason you're playing. You know, that's the that's the end goal. So, um, yeah, you'd you'd have to say that without success in the final, how can you kind of call yourselves having a successful year? So, yeah, no, that that's definitely the ambition.
0: Well, awesome, Paul. Thanks very much for joining us, and I'm sure uh, we'll enjoy watching your progress with your team, Saint Mary's, through the championship this year. And you never know, you might be right. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people in other places around the county that'll be hoping that won't be the case. But, so Paul Keeney, thanks very much for joining us. The very best of luck to you and your teammates for the weekend ahead and for the season that lies upon us.
6: Thanks a million, It's uh, It's been great to be on.
0: So, yeah, Paul Keeney there chatting to me earlier during the week. Um... He, probably unlucky to not be involved in the Leitrim squad, as you mentioned in the interview there, he was able to play in the first round because he'd been left out of the 26 against Antrim. Um It's kind of a double-edged sword. You want to be in the in the county side, but yet when you don't make it, you kind of repeat to the county manager, like, here's what I can do, put me in the team next time round." It's probably going to be a big season for him this year, but I think he's probably got the skills to deliver that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, do you know, um like even there was was it um do you know 2 years ago playing midfield in the county final uh, you know at that age like you know definitely or even in a semi-final I think you know very full full of ability and like that but that's the beauty he lads not being on the 26 being able to go and play with the clubs like I think Dean McGovern played some league games when he was on the 26 you know when his finger was coming back to back to back to back to healthy could say so no look at that I think that's a great platform for lads not on the 26 to be able to go and get a game and like I said in effect put themselves back in the shop window for maybe selection the following weekend with the county like that's that that's something that should have really probably been you know in play a lot sooner than this year w- in terms of shield and spring league and that so look that's a, that's a, that's a great little initiative to it and like that just goes to remind you of what the likes of Paul Keeney and, and lads of his
0: can bring to a team like yeah i think we've we've kind of back ended into a really good structure for uh, a lot of different players i don't know if it's as much by design as people would like it to be but we got to the situation we've got a, a tight inter county season, we've a really tight club season as well. But that opportunity for lads to drop down and play in other competitions when they're not in the matchday squad, it, I think it's going to be a really positive thing for the GA going forward. And I'm really liking the direction they've gone with their competitions. Division three, before we take a look at next weekend's games, we have um, obviously one game, one team haven't got their season up and running yet. That's Glenfarn Kilty, they played their first game this weekend. But Borna Kula. Uh, They had a five-point victory. Kiltoberd also five points to spare and Havas over Dronkirin last week. Um, It's been, when you come down to here, it's very easy to forget about that. I actually went to the uh, Havas-Dronkirin game last weekend. I was very impressed. Some really fine uh, goal-scoring opportunities taken by Havas. That was the difference between the two teams. Just a bit more clinical when they had the ball at feet. But again, uh, there's some very impressive performances there from lads maybe who aren't a million miles off, maybe... Bothering Andy Moran for a consideration in, in there as well. The, I Francis Davis, I think he had six or seven points for, for Drom Um I think on his day, he can, he's as good as, as a lot of forwards in the county. Could we see people like that or even maybe the time might have passed for the likes of Seamus Sweeney or Vinti Logli, but could we see these lads kind of pushing forward and maybe giving Andy a consideration for the squad when he's coming through the championships over the next uh, couple of months?
1: Well, he he should if he doesn't like, and I think in fairness, like you know, the, given the breadth of the county, and he comes from in Mayo, which is you know where there's there's junior clubs and intermediate clubs producing the likes of Doshi Mullins of the world, like you know he'd be a fool not to like you know, like, and you think the the form Seamus Weenie was in last year, like you know, like, uh with Ahabast, you know, won the junior A from, from the year before, nearly got to an intermediate, you know, semi final, you know, like he. he He's definitely a player that could definitely, you know, hold hold his own in, in, in county trials and you know, be, be in that conversation. I wouldn't be too familiar with with, with the with the Don Kiran um, setup at the minute, but I seen that on your website earlier on. They're France stab. They're kicking like, six seven points in the league game, like you know. That's the kind of stuff. If, if you can maintain that consistently, you're going to be you're going to be in the conversation. You know, when uh, come the end of the year, when people are t- when people are raking the club scene, looking for some new faces that we know. And that's the thing, maybe with this year, and his cap, the depth of the panel is, is so wide. You know, any new names that pop up are going to stand out, like you know. So for the likes of them, lads, you know, and even lads in, in the more in senior intermediate clubs, you know, who maybe aren't well known county fa- inter county faces, you know, they have a great chance knowing the championship coming up and in the, in the league campaign as as it rolls on now for the next six seven weeks in a row to to make an aim for themselves put, themselves, put their hand up. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, listen, let's hear from within those two camps at the moment, the Ahavas and Drum Kieran camp. After the match, I caught up with uh, one of the selectors for Ahavas, Ray mcbride and also caught up with the Richard McTiernan, who is the manager for Drumkieran after the game. Here, here's what they have to say to me after the fixture on Saturday evening. Ray the part of the coaching ticket here in Ohavas. Of course, replacing your brother who was involved last year. Uh, before we get into the details of today's game, any animosity there? Do you talk to Finton still, or oh, did you still, took his
7: job? Yeah, we're still talking. He's gone to another club in, in Longford anyway, so he is three years on. So he was popping away anyway. So I got the call to come in with Liam and Barry. So I was happy to do it. So we're a happy camp so far. He took the junior championship title and stuff, went off to Longford with it. Uh, in terms of today, though, nice to be
0: up and running in Ahavas. Of course, winners today over Drum-Kieran. Um Tom Kieran won the league last year didn't get promoted but they're here today you took their scalp gotta be happy with that for
7: opening day of the year yeah a decent start um, it's a win like uh, we've often played better and lost uh, just saying to somebody there we played from Kieran here last year in the championship we played reasonably well and lost so today probably didn't play as well and we, just the goals that's the difference we got three goals and that was winning the game but we just battled away it's the early days yet so of football to be played yet before the year's out
0: plenty of experience through that team as well the nucleus of that junior winning side still here in the club um, some big big moments today those goals you talked about uh, kind of came against the runner play maybe the first one but from that moment on you never really looked like you were in danger losing the game
7: yeah the first goal was a key goal alright and then the, actually the the third goal we got it kind of gives a bit of breathing space in the second half and we, we probably didn't push on after that because you're trying to sit back slightly after, you know, after going maybe five or six points up and they let it, we let them come at us and they did, they did get back in the game but we, we looked to control at all stages in the second half at the same time though but we have a lot of experience there Paul Bowen centre-back Aidan um, McGuire full-back David Charles corner-forward they're all we have a lot of young lads that have a lot of football players they're only 24 or 5 as well Like so we have about four new lads in this year as well from under 17 last year so they're making a difference.
0: In terms of the actual <laughs> game today tonight uh, as you said six, seven points up at one stage maybe even more from mm-hmm. uh, Kieran, brought it back to three created a couple of goal chances came back off the woodwork um, what's going through the thought, uh, thoughts of yourself and Liam on the, and, and the others on the sideline mm-hmm. at that moment looking to maybe shore things up or try and get another score or two just to
7: I think all their positive play came from our mistakes all over the pitch so we were kind of pulling our hair out because we were just giving the ball away and doing stupid things when you, know, when you have a five or six point lead. We were, we were trying to make things happen, when you, we weren't chasing the game, so we just started, we were trying impossible balls at different stages and then we were losing possession and they were breaking against us and uh, making the chances. So that was the, that was the biggest disappointment, the whole lot was just the mistakes we made on the ball. In terms of the,
0: what this means for the rest of the season, is this will this have any impact in terms of the plans going
7: forward, or is it just nice to get a scalp against one of the league title challengers? Yeah, it's it's a long time since we've beaten Kieran in any game, let it be league or championship. So it is a it's a big scalp for us in all fairness. So uh, we've a lot of work done. We have a lot of training done. We have a good few challenges played, done reasonably well in the spring league, losing just one game to uh, FINA. So um, we're happy with today, all right. But it's no good unless we push on for the rest of the year.
0: Well, listen, congratulations today. And uh, Liam ran away c- too quickly to speak to us, but thanks very much for filling right, in and having a thanks. Is... thanks very
7: much. Thanks for
0: Richard, disappointing start to the season, but I suppose good to be up
8: and running a week later than everybody else, but uh, happy to be back playing football? No, absolutely. And as I say, you look, at we we're up and running. Not the result we wanted, but at the same time as well, we came here, we were probably minus a few starters. Um... But look at the second half, lads really put the shoulder to the wheel and the, the finish strong, maybe create a few goal chances. We mightn't be just that happy we didn't take, but definitely we dominated the second half for sure.
0: First half, what didn't really go your way, a big gap at, at the interval, a couple of goals in it, but you, we never really lost touch, and there was a really good purple patch
8: there in the early stages of that second half where it looked like you might get yourselves back into that game. Yeah. Look, at the start of the second half, we gambled. We wanted uh, Conor to drop from centre-back, and they probably gambled as well, and the ball went... Um, in favour of Avess of and look at they got the reward so look at it from that on then it was a big uh, task after that but as I said they did they, they stuck at it and um, look at it. maybe a few goal chances it, we could have snuck it. but look at Avess absolutely full credit for the win yeah. Penalty in the first half didn't go your way either uh, any questions over that? Ah, no, I think it was a strong ball I, penalty. I can't actually fall. I think he was right to the ground. But again, look, at we're at the other end of the field. Uh, I didn't see any of our lads complaining, so... Look, at, I think Mark's done a good job, so no issues. Yeah.
0: In terms of, I suppose, the season ahead, obviously, a new look kind, to, a kind of look to the league this year. Yeah. You're in Division 3. I've asked one of the teams, probably expected to do quite yeah. well in it. You're both intermediate sides, though, so you'd both be in the, in that shake-up at the end. Uh, is this a bit of a setback, or is it really just
8: get the cobwebs off first out? Uh, no, to be honest, no. Um, look, at it, let's get the cobwebs off. Nobody likes to lose. Look, at it, we don't like to lose. That's a guaranteed fact. But at the same time, as well, you have to take it. And, you know, it's a very simple saying what well, doesn't kill you makes it stronger. So, we have to prepare a lot better, maybe, than what we had. We look at we're, we're probably seven or eight lads short at the minute that will be coming back between injuries and different things as well. So, look at the lads that come in, they know the level that they have to get to, so they're going to train. So, training should be better as well, you know, from here. So, and we will train hard, and they're good lads, they will train. What can and supporters expect to see different from this year from last year? Um, look at I suppose last year we won the league and didn't get promoted, so we were probably a little bit annoyed with that, but that was the way with Covid and everything the way the thing was structured, so we knew that from get-go. We knew then this year that there's probably three, four teams that's well capable of you know getting promoted as well. So, look, what we're trying to do is maybe we're blooding young lads, we're wanting them to get to a level, and hopefully that we do get to that level. But look, we're putting absolutely no restrictions on ourselves. You know, the sky is the limit, so... We believe we have as good a right to be there in the junior league at the top of it, getting promoted in Division 2, and likewise with the Intermediate Championship. You, know? you talk about blood and
0: new young lads. Colum Clark lining out at <laughs> centre back probably yeah. doesn't fall into that category. Um, is he filling a gap for the weekend because of the lads missing, or can we expect to see him back in the squad this
8: season? Column has been training since the get go this year, so he has, and he's in flying form. Um, so no, Column has a lot, an awful lot to offer to the club yet I guarantee you there's men at 20 years of age Still can't do what he can do So no, we're delighted to have Colin back And Colum is involved for the whole year And hopefully another year afterwards again He's a young man Quite like me saying that But he is He's, he's young and a half Well listen, the uh, wind's picking up here a bit yeah. So I'll let
0: you go The sun has gone in after a fantastic day Yeah, year. brilliant Not so great on the scoreboard no. But a decent performance to start the season yeah. Richard, thanks very much for joining us Thanks
8: a million, Briffy Thank you
0: And that leaves us just with a look forward to tomorrow evening's fixtures across all divisions. Uh, 11 games in total. Uh, All the teams, almost all the teams in the county out, of course, seven teams. An odd odd game in in Division 3 means that one team won't play in any given week. O'Huillen and and Ballinamore, And enough versus Leitrim Gales. Melvin Gales take on Mughal while Glencar Manor make the trip to Carton Shannon to face St. Mary's in Division 1. In Division 2, as you can see on the screen there, Balna versus Gortletra, Riley versus Drum Allen Gales versus Fina, and Atma Sheelan will face Carrie Gallen. And then in Division 3, we have Borna versus Glenfairn Kilti Drum Kieran versus Eslin and Kiltobert versus Ahavas, all those games showing in at seven PM tomorrow evening. Um you'll probably be in Ballon or will you? Or would you go to a game if if uh, you're not going to Ballon de again or to court lecture, would you would you be heading to any other game yourself? Uh,
1: um, no. I, I to be honest, I, I probably will be in Ballon de <laughs> but uh... If I'm not, I don't think I'll be getting any other games tomorrow, even if I'm not in Ballon and But um, no, look yes, like you said, it's great to have the league back now. It's great to get a good run of games, consistent games now, you know, for club lads. You know, um they could they can mark that mark that off now for the next five or six weeks, it's going to be a game every weekend. So that's good for them. Uh just go back to the list there. you had a look there, like yeah, there's ourselves in Ballon obviously in division two, but um I think uh, like that looking looking back up there to the division one games like um Mary's fresh Lingham Manor big Game, uh, Medeman Gales. You know, like if we had to be in the Tatcha Cup semi finals, if we had to beat Sligo, I'd imagine these games be without county players. So, having that is maybe not the full contingent, may, may not be back with all their clubs this weekend. So, it, should that be the case, you know, Melvin Gales have a great chance we don't want to go down and back up that result last weekend, or at least you know, keep more honest for, 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 for 60 minutes. Uh, Will and Sean O'Hestles also, as well. If Sean, if all the Sean O'Hestles county boys aren't back, uh, they will be targeting that, especially if their lads are back. Um, and then down to division two, uh, you know, Drummer will certainly be looking to get you know to get a win after after losing last weekend. Um, Fina will be looking to get some of their county lads back into their panel there too. They have a short trip up the road from Shambo and Ocknishiel and Carrie Gallen, Like, you know, Ocknishiel would probably feel felt hard done by you know, losing us by losing us by a point. They're they're at home, so they, they'll want to start strong. And Carrie Gallen, who I have no doubt would have. Massive aspirations to get now the junior championship and get back up intermediate. Like, you know, they'll want to start them um, you know putting results together too. So that that's a, that that's probably an, that could be a very interesting game too to keep the eyes on in intermediate. And then, you know, down to division three, then uh you're looking at obviously Bornacula, like front of a long trip down. You know, that's a that's that, that's a, that's a rough ask in your first game. I, I know, a trip down to the bottom end of the county there for Bornacula, who would be, you know, relatively good side there as well. Uh from Kieran and Eslan, like I said, that, that 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 could go either way. Um, and Kintobor, not Havas. Like you know, yeah, again, won the, won the Division Two Spring League. They've got a bit of form. Havas, you know, yeah, also, you know, hit three goals last weekend. So they, they seem to be, you know, their, their forwards seem to be taken. So that has to make it a very good game too. So look, there's something that, there's something to talk about you know, across all the divisions. You know, this weekend, and it'll be very interesting to see just how many uh, clubs have their county players back and what kind of shape they're in and, how, and, and what that can bring to the league campaign. You know, in in this early stage of it.
0: Yeah, I know anecdotally at least one or two uh, or maybe a few more of the county lads have taken the opportunity to get maybe their holiday in now and, and be back and have uninterrupted run-ins to the, the club championships in, in six or seven weeks' time when they all kick off the first weekend in August. Uh, but there will be some lads back uh, for their clubs this weekend. I think we'll see how, how that pans out. But what I'm loving is every single game there is a contest. I don't, I, I'm not looking at any of those fixtures going well that team's going to win by 10 or 15 or 20 points uh, like we've seen in the league in, in previous years I think the eight teams at the top table and then another eight and seven first teams only I think it's created a really genuine competition for for fixtures and for for between teams in those particular
1: levels. I know it absolutely has, and like I said, maybe it was overdue. You know, we we were labouring with two divisions of twelve there for a long time, and it was a case that you know games being left to after championship and and games, you know, sometimes dead rubbers not being played at all and that kind of thing. This game, if this league, and it will get finished because when you've got you know only you only got seven rounds of games, like you know, it, it, it's quite compact. It can be played off reasonably quickly, and um, you know, it really does. To good competition, and as I was saying earlier on, even just going to, from your own club, like going to our game there last weekend, you know, beating uh, Akashila by a point, like that's a that's a big win. And the fact that my, or, you know Bannock there have gone gone, gone and, and beaten from here as well, you know, there's a lot of games there. A lot of the, the final configuration of that could come down to who's beating who. As I, I could see a lot of teams finishing there, maybe on you know, eight, eight, nine points, you know, so it could it, a lot of it could come down to who's beating who in terms of you know, the the, the shake up for league finals and whatnot.
0: Yeah, well, like the Celtic Cup has shown us over the last two weekends, a genuine competition where teams go into fixtures with a belief that they can compete uh, really does drive on the sport and drive on the players playing it. For me, I think the highlight of the weekend it has to be in um, a Awhillan Ballinamore fixture is always going to have that little bit of bite to it. There's always that. Uh, there's no love lost between the two parishes over there and their neighbours. You can throw a stone from some of the lads' houses into the next parish so um i think it's going to be the the, the game of the weekend and but if you're getting out support your club clune the only team not in action this weekend every other team has a uh has a fixture of some sort in the the first team all county football league tomorrow evening um so darren thank you very much for joining me it's been a pleasure to have your company this evening i'm sure it won't be the last time we see you uh before the end of the year and uh thank you very much for joining us
1: no problem bro
0: Anytime.